Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59, 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. It's Football Friday on the fan. Rock somebody! This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more. Football Friday with Danny and Dusty on 1080. Take the fight to this. The Fan. Hour number three here on Danny and Dusty with uh, Souk in the room explaining that he squeezed the fart of somebody. It's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. If you're watching on uh, YouTube.com back backslash at 1080 a.m. the fan you he can was, see him in his little uh in his little outfit yeah he's wearing his little his little his little rolling outfit yeah he's rolling around in there it's like it's like the adult version of a little sailor outfit he said you know what i'm happy for you mm-hmm. uh he smells really bad it right actually now. It's, it it still Pungent. it still stinks in here yeah he's at least go, he's wearing clothes it's that's true we reminded him that there are cameras in here and he can no longer come come in with that thing swinging well, that is smelling your own farts. Yeah, that's why well, it's, it's really it's, it's, is. It's his. Wow, he does have his. He does have a. a he got a little funk to him. He got a unique smell I'm, to him. I'm over here. Yeah. Hey, there is a. There's a really good question here mm. on the comment section at YouTube. Mm. I, I went and I, 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 I logged on. Mm. Where are your Croc boots at, Danny? Uh, they aren't released until the 23rd, and they have neither confirmed nor denied whether or not I'm getting a pair. You need to wear Croc Look, boots. Look, if they get them to me, I will 100% wear them to opening night. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. I will wear them. Croc boots are With an abomination. Spurs. With spurs. Yeah, they're an abomination, but you should wear them. And for those wondering, we'll, we'll go, to, we'll go only, all, only Dan's right now. All you wear is Crocs. You are Not a, always, you're but a most Crocaholic. Time. 90% of the time. And you wearing Croc boots... Mm. It would make my year. Oh, I, listen. It would make my year. I will 100% wear them if they get me a pair. I, that's, that absolutely, so unquestionably, uh, will throw them on. Uh, you tried to show on the camera. Yeah, the, the camera's too tight. Yeah, the, you, you did a good job of getting your leg up in I did. the air. But it's high, as high as that thing has been not, in a while. Not quite good enough. Not quite good enough. It just shows you the, no. hips, the hips work. I'm babe. You, you hear that, ladies? <laughs> Off the, the market. Hips down, man, it's, uh, it's a disaster. <laughs> Off the market. As Rufio says in the chat, I'm actually just impressed that you got your leg that high. There's more, there's more of a lean there going yeah. on. Yeah. Um, Washington State, Oregon. Yeah. 20-point favorites, the Ducks. Boy, it seems How? like a really big line here. Well, it's one reaction to, it's really hard to set a line like this when you have Washington State. Get um, throttled. Not just get throttled, but the way that it happened is even worse. When you score the opening possession of the game, you go for two and don't get it, and then you get outscored forty-four to nothing moving forward. That's tough, man. And Washington State is in it. They're in it in a bad way right now because they are looking for answers that I don't know if they are there or not. We talked to Alex Brink yesterday, and I, I love the conversation that we had with him because, look, a lot of the things are just remedied by, hey, make the right decision, be quick with the ball, and this offense can't operate. One thing that they do not have is they cannot run the football. 
And they are the Airbuckle offense. Ben Arbuckle, he does a phenomenal job and leads the country in passing every year. Their inability to run Mm -hmm. has been heightened and highlighted over the last two weeks in a way. And really, it's been two and a half weeks. With Arizona quite literally laughing at them and saying, we're only going to put three down. And they they dropped eight. They Mm -hmm. did. At times, they dropped eight and said, we know you can't run the ball. We dare you to do it. And they couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. But it's really two and a half games because the second half against Oregon State, Oregon State put the clamps down on them. Mm -hmm. And they played far better defensively. But this is where the rubber meets the road, and it's inexcusable, and it is a major concern, and it's why you see this number at 20, is the last two weeks, Washington State has run the ball 41 times. They have gained 47 yards. Yikes, dog. You cannot do that. No. Like God, that, what's, what, I mean, what was the longest run in there? Uh, I don't even know. I mean, um, it, means, I can, it means they had a ton of negative runs. It's not going to be very hard to find out. Um, but it is, it's one of those things that you look at. And look, all rushing yards in college football are over-exaggerated because sack yards are Take in rushing away. and yeah. not in, into the... Um, into the passing stats, but their longest run against Arizona was 13 yards. Their longest run against U- uh, UCLA was 11, and it was Cam Ward on a scramble. Oof. Yep. So 24 of their yards, their, their net yards, came on those two yep. plays. And they've only given up, and here's the thing, too. It's not like Cam's been sacked that much. Five. So if you're taking on five av- times average, he's been let's, let's say on average five yards a loss. So they lost 35 yards. So that means in essence they've run for let's say 80 yards total, and they've gotten 24 yards of that 80 from those two carries. Mm-hmm. And if you're taking five attempts off the top, yep, that means 36. 36 yards for or 36 carries for roughly 55 yards. Yeah. It's not good. Yeesh. And this is that that's where there's legitimate concern with this Washington State team, especially against an Oregon team that they're gonna be hungry. And mm-hmm. I I chuckled Would at Did you say five percent hungrier? I chuckled at that comment. <laughs> that uh, Lanning Lan, Coach Lanning said that on Monday night. He's like when they were tracking their guys, they were moving five percent faster. And they track every movement. Yeah, the catapult system that's the, under underneath everything. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It it it's wild. What Super they do. nerdy. But it's awesome. That also is something that 5%, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But, uh, yes, they could be 5% better mm. on, on Saturday or tomorrow afternoon. But that inability to run, it's it's going to be it, – it will play out if they can't do it against the Ducks. But here's the other thing that where that, that line – is a little fishy to me is that Oregon's got real injuries in the secondary. Mm-hmm. Like I know Triquiz Bridges came in for Jalil Florence and Jalil Florence, I believe could have gone back into the game um, with his injury at Washington, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. And because Bridges was playing well, but Kyrie Jackson with the shoulder injury, you know, the, will they play? Probably, but if you can how, their, if you can how effective snaps, are they going to be? Have, if you can limit their snaps, the stretch run the Ducks are about to go on, you need your dudes back, and if you can maybe get away with it against Washington State, that's you why it's probably fishy. should. That's why it's fishy yeah. there, that 20-point that line and that, look. It's a 20-point line, and it's an over-under 61, so if you're doing the rough math, they're saying 41-20 Ducks. Style points may matter. Yeah. 
Style points may matter for Oregon just because they have a loss. They have a loss now, and so maybe you guys. If all things are if all things are equal, and they meet up with Washington again in the Pac-12 title game, and it's close again, and Oregon wins this time, they're going to go back and they're going to take a look at stuff and go, hmm. And how does this work? Look, the three teams that the Cougs have played right in front of Oregon are the three best teams that Oregon could ask for. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe if you were to mix Utah in there, it'd be even better, but they have Oregon State, UCLA, and Arizona. And Arizona with Jetfish, what they are doing in the desert, I I want people to know it is wildly impressive what Jetfish is doing with a team that is improved, but it is nowhere near the caliber of what they are playing. They are playing over their skis. And to have those three games on film for Oregon... That is huge because, mm-hmm. like, for Oregon's faults that you may have with Dan Lanning in, in his calls on fourth down, which, statistically speaking, by the way, 61% of fourth downs under Lanning they've converted. Which is an, pretty good. an incredible number. It's the 0 for 9 against Oregon State it's, it's, and Washington. It's, it's, the big one, it's the big ones that yeah, matter I, that hurt a ton. 28 of 45, I think, overall. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a yeah, great, including a, the 0 for 9. Yeah. Again, that's a even that's a with the number. 0 for 9, that is a great conversion rate. It's just it's the optics of that 0 for 9. Oh, the, the optics are terrible. Yeah. And you, you can criticize that, and in, in rightfully so. You That is well within reason, and as Dan Lanning uh, likes to say. Hmm. I'm a big boy. He's a big boy. Indeed. He is a big boy. And he he's going to take that criticism. But with that criticism, something that is undeniable, Oregon is well coached. They are very well coached. They fix their issues on a week-to-week basis. You don't see them make the same mistakes over and over and over again. Within games, you see them come out. What they were able to do to Washington's offense second, in the second, second half, half was was huge. It was incredible Mm -hmm. what they did in the second half there. And so that is a sign of a very well-coached team. And so when you have those three matchups right before you on tape, Oregon has the opportunity to feast. Because, like, look, Washington State, you may not be able to run the ball, and that's a big issue for you. They've only scored two offensive touchdowns in two games. You're not going to win doing that. No. You, You are not going to win if you do not score... Touchdowns offensively, particularly in this two, conference. Two in two weeks with Cam Ward, who's turned the ball over a ton. Mm-hmm. I guess three interceptions in the last two games as well. After being one of the best quarterbacks in the country to start the season, and he still is one yeah. of the best quarterbacks in the country. There's just something not right with the Cougs and at Washington State, and you hope that it gets remedied this week uh, if you're a Coug fan, because man, it doesn't get easy in the Pac-12. There's no easy outs as as they are learning with that 44-6 loss at home last week. It is undeniable, which means it can't be denied. That's right, baby Billy. That's right. Well, along with baby Billy. Bobo Bonkas. Going to ask you two. Either you, either of you ever been on uh, jury duty? I, I've had jury duty before. Yeah. Didn't I've, I was dismissed. It. Yeah, I was dismissed as well. All right, yeah. well. I'm going to call you both here. I kept saying, that guy doesn't look right. Well, yeah. That's a good way to get out of it. Uh, Speaking of that, that guy doesn't look right. I'm going to have you guys render a verdict. Is it time to make a decision in Denver? Coming up here on Danny and Dusty, 1080 The Fan. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. Oh, 
If I was a judge, I would have to be um, very poignant with my words and uh, follow the rule of law. I'm not. I believe you are way too reactionary to be a judge. Probably. Which is why I say Russell Wilson sucks. He's not good. He's not good. There's no more, well, I don't know. He doesn't have wide receivers. His offense, his defense. They, those are all true, but also Russell Wilson sucks. He's Pete Carroll and the guys up in Seattle. They saw it coming, and they got away from it beyond the disaster that he had become as a, as a distraction. Mm-hmm. But they saw the downfall coming, and they tried to tell everybody. They showed, hey, let's do the let's Russ cook thing and show everybody. So that way when we trade him, we can – be done with it. And by God, do they look like geniuses right now. It really is a credit to them. Mm-hmm. And it really makes you wonder about Russ and what has gone into his downfall. Because I truly believe that part of what Russell Wilson's downfall has been is people don't buy his BS anymore. Oh, 100%. When he got the reset and he got moved to Denver and he was not under the protection of Pete Carroll and John Schneider any longer. And he had all of the bells and whistles that he had become accustomed to without earning the respect of a new team and a new locker room. Well, And once he left Seattle, the secrets started coming out mm-hmm. about how much they really didn't like him. And when you step into a new locker room and you hear that, there was a protection from John John Schneider and Pete Carroll in mm-hmm. Seattle that was, no, he is our guy. He is our leader. We have chosen him. Over the defense. Over the guys that really built and won that champ- mm-hmm. the very first championship uh, or Super Bowl run. I, I don't want to say because, well. Of what happened. They've only had one. But uh, they went back to the other, and they, they chose Russ. They chose Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. And so when you do that as a franchise, you protect him at all costs. And you you have to run that cover no matter what and until... They covered a lot. And then mm-hmm. when he left, all of a sudden, the shine came off. And remember, everybody looked at him in that locker room in Denver like, dude, what are you talking about, man? Remember, this isn't just Pete Carroll and John Schneider running cover. Mm-hmm. Who owns that team? Well, but uh, Paul Allen in, in but Vulcan. the Allen Trust. What happens with Vulcan... When they send guys out, they'll burn a bridge. Indeed. Yeah. And I, I love, like, we get a lot of texts like this. Like, Russ's numbers this year are better than Patrick Mahomes. He, are you kidding? He still has Sean Payton as, as his coach. Mm-hmm. Watch a game. Yeah, he looks Watch a game and tell me that that is a quarterback that atrocious. can win a Super Bowl. And I will tell you, 10 times out of 10, it, he cannot. And if they don't even win a Super Bowl, you're asking, just asking the guy to win a game. You also have the fact that. Personality-wise, he is oil and water from Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. And like he, the uh, relentless, like, let's be great, let's be great, let's be great. That's also Pete Carroll. And he doesn't have that cohesiveness with his head coach any longer. And it was, didn't get off to a great start when, you know, uh, what was the line that Sean Payton had? You need to stop kissing babies and shaking hands and kissing babies or whatever it was. You start playing football. Nobody is buying what Russell Wilson is selling anymore in Denver. I think that is a massive part of it. Not just that. Wilson doesn't have better numbers than Mahomes. He's got a lesser completion percentage, less yards, and their touchdown-interception ratio is almost identical. 
Almost identical. Yeah. Is Russ better in that? In, in only that one, 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 and one. Well, I'll tell yeah. you where they're vastly different too. Is one is five and one, the other's one and five. Also, who they've played, and yeah, remember the Broncos sucked last year. Hmm. Hold on, Let, uh, that that's a good one. Go look at who Denver has played as opposed to who the Chiefs have played, because Denver has played the Raiders, Commanders, Dolphins, and they lost seventy to twenty. Bears, Jets, and Chiefs, where they lost 19 to 8. Their one win is the Bears Mm-mm. by a field goal Mm-mm. when they trailed by 28. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, this is a, I think it is time that they move on from Russell Wilson because there's a lot of things that are at play here. And it, this is a big bullet that you got to bite. Because if you decide that you are going to move on from Russell Wilson, like the Broncos apparently are ready to do, Mm -hmm. you are committing yourselves to $89 million over two years. If you cut him next June, okay, Mm -hmm. it would cost Denver $35 million in 2024 and then $49.6 in 2025 in dead caps alone. Just for him to go away. Just for him to leave and go away, it is that you're at 35 for next year, 49.6 in 2025. Remember when they when they made that deal and they immediately extended him? Well, that's part of the trade, yeah. Yeah, I know, but guaranteeing that much? Oof. That's one of the things, though, you have to do to, to have a quarterback, and they didn't have a quarterback, and they sat there and they, they looked don't. at Drew Locke and they were like, all right, this guy ain't it. And look, Drew Locke is a backup now, but this is what desperate teams will do when you're looking for a quick. Well, hell, look at the Browns with Deshaun Watson. It's true. Like, if Deshaun Watson doesn't start playing anywhere close to where he was when he was in Houston, if he was even, if he was a shell of what he was in Houston, the Browns, the Cleveland Browns are a Super Bowl contending team, but he's not. Yeah. He's not. Instead, he's Russell Wilson. He has been in for no reason. He hasn't taken the shots that Russell Wilson's no. taken. No, he was out of football for a year. Publicly. Yeah. And, you know, it was... Shots for sure. One thing that Deshaun Watson is like, dude, you've got to be on the field and you got to start performing, man. Like, Cleveland was desperate. They were desperate. And so they went with one of the worst humans that you could ask for. And they went and they're like, yep, we'll give you all the money. Because that's what you will do if you want a quarterback bad enough. And this is where I, I continue to wonder about can they attach some draft capital? Not not a first, because by God, they can't give up that first. But maybe a two seconds or a second and a third with Russ to get Kyler Murray? No. I don't. Because that's, that's no. sol- it solves two problems. Because the Cardinals are going to suck no matter no. what. Going I wouldn't forward. give that up for Kyler Murray. I wouldn't do it. No, because because the the money you're going to Sean Payton would murder him. Probably. No, uh, it's probably Sean, if Russell Wilson and, and Sean Payton aren't driving, Kyler Murray is like one thing that you can't knock Russ for. Russ wanted an office for what to work to work. Yeah, that. Like he, Kyler he Murray is wants an office to game. He is committed to his craft. Yes, 
And Nobody's I'm, ever said Russ is lazy. That's for damn no, sure. no, 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 no. But that has been something that Kyler Murray has been accused of. It, it, accused? In his, I feel like accused well, means not confirmed. <laughs> Kyler Murray had it in his contract that he <laughs> wasn't lazy. watching enough film, so <laughs> they put it in there. They may have taken it out, but it was in there for a reason. And that will go. That will not go over with Sean Payton at all. Now, if that trade were to happen, that would be the ultimate Sean Payton go, I can fix him. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. But I don't think that that, I don't think that, that would work. And that is probably the one trade that you look at and you go, yeah, that one makes sense. Well, that one would make sense. But the weird thing about the NFL salary cap is that even if the, like if you, in the NBA, right, mm-hmm. if you trade a player to another team, his salary is gone from you. Mm-hmm. If the, and I'll have to look this up here. The dead cap of the Broncos would have to But if you eat. trade Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. you still get hit with dead cap because they, what they wanted to do was they wanted to curtail guys being signed to, to, to massive contracts and then just sending them off and being like, whoop, wiped our hands clean with him. Somebody else's problem now. And in order in doing that, now you have dead cap money that, lingers even after you trade some of these big contract guys because they wanted those big contract guys to stay in the place that they signed those deals to. You made your bed, you sleep in it. Absolutely. And now Denver made their bed and they want to buy a new bed. It's full of poo. Yeah, it's not a it's not a great bed to be living in right now. So if they were bed to bugs. if they were to trade him, uh-huh. What's the trade cap? Uh they would well, they would save 8 million dollars this year, but next year they would have Sixty-eight million dollars in dead cap. Oof, but that—that'd be it, though, wouldn't it? it yep. Yeah. If, so you'd take the sixty-eight million instead of the eighty-nine over two. And if they have a pre-June one trade of Russell Wilson in next offseason, it is a sixty-eight million dollar cap hit. And if you have a uh, post-June first trade next year, it would be eighteen million in twenty twenty-four. Forty-nine point six million in twenty twenty-five. So they, they could break it up. You can break it up, but you have to. You would have to hold on to him till after June first, and then it's the other thing of, all right. So we're saving seventeen million dollars in twenty twenty-four. That's not a small number, but we're also paying the piper in twenty twenty-five. But if you do it ahead, where you could just eat sixty-eight. Yeah. When you're you're gonna suck anyways. Yeah. It's a two. It, this is this is a two-year suck plan. And you know what? It, I was thinking about this. So, if you were the Broncos, maybe this is the thing that you do, because you get a rookie quarterback, mm-hmm. you get him in the building, and if he's your guy, you sit him down and you say, "Do you see what we're up against with acquiring talent to surround you with? Mm-hmm. This is what happens when you get paid an exorbitant amount of money, and you're, <laughs> and it's all guaranteed, and you're a bit of a d bag." And and we go, no, no, not even that part of it. It is the straight finances of all of this guaranteed money and what everything's being dished out in fully guaranteed contracts. The Browns will have no wiggle room with Deshaun Watson. Oh, for sure. With all of the guaranteed money Russ has, it is one of those things that they don't have a lot of wiggle room. The brilliance in what the Kansas City Chiefs did with Patrick Mahomes. Let's do it over, what, a decade? They have a decade and it's a half a billion dollars, but right? They can move it all over. But the place. they are there is so much flexibility in that because of that half billion dollars, a fifth of it was guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And so they've got 
plenty. They can roster bonus here, plenty signing bonus there. They can front end, move back that end. thing in. He's going to get paid. Mm-hmm. Eventually, there's going to be a day where that man is getting like $100 million in a year. Well, and when he retires and he's long gone, then the Chiefs bite the bullet. But yes. you know what? That That is they, at the they time They won't where, be in the, in the Super Bowl window then. Like, everybody is, and this is what the Patriots are going through. Mm-hmm. It's like, they they paid the piper after Tom Brady left for two years. And they during that 20-year run, though, they were like, it's all going to be worth it. Kicking the can down the road is going to be worth it. When you're in a Super Bowl window, always. It always is. You know what else is worth it? Mm. 2.30 on a Friday afternoon. Ooh, Coming back wait. with Jeff Rust, America's best sports game. Oh, but first, here's a big kahuna with the Sports Center update. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash this down? This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. It is a Friday at 2.30-ish, and that means it is time for America's greatest game show, Jeff Rust. Or. Or? Jeff uh, Rust, take it away. I have I have a question. Can somebody help me answer this question before hmm. we get to Or? Uh, have you guys noticed that, like, this time of year sometimes... And uh, this may be a very rural thing that I'm talking about, but like uh, I don't want to say it's like raining spider webs, but like spider webs are like in the air. Is it is this a problem very unique to the area that I live in? Yeah, I, I think so. What like kind of is it hell that you're living in? It's raining I spiders. Think so it's awful. Although I will say, the other terrifying. day we saw one of the biggest spiders I've ever seen in my entire life outside it's of our spooky house. Spooky season. Was it a decoration for Halloween? No. Okay, it was, it was a, a real, real life, life one. one. All right. Yeah, like, at least until we sprayed it. We with can't the complain about my neighbor has a ten here. foot spider for really? Halloween. It's, it's aggressive, terrifying. <laughs> that is aggressive. They also, what have... do they do with it all all year? Where does that go? I don't know. They also have like one of those like ten foot tall skeletons. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do they put decorate him in Christmas lights during Christmas or like do they Santa him? Evil Santa would be a would be a move. Oh, make him jolly. Hmm. Just fatten him up. Look at you asking or questions here. (laughs) What? Uh, Washington State hitting Autzen Stadium to face number nine Oregon, 12:30 kick on ABC. You can catch uh, all of it here, of course, on the fan. Bo Nix and Cam Ward with amazingly similar stats this season. Nix 1,796 passing yards, 17 touchdowns and a pick, 101 rush yards and a rushing touchdown this season. Ward 17, 1,779 passing yards, 14 touchdowns, three picks, 101 rush yards again, and three rushing touchdowns. Who finishes with more total yards tomorrow? Bo Nix. Or Cam Ward. Bonix. Yeah. Bonix. I'll tell you this. If it is Cam Ward, Oregon's in trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say Bonix because his offensive line will do a better job of keeping him upright. And um, there's some serious issues going on with Washington State's passing attack. Uh, only well, one. I guess I should say offense in general. There we go. Uh, only one matchup in the Pac-12 with two ranked teams, number 14 Utah, number 18 USC, 5 o'clock on Fox. Please uh, clap. Yeah, the Trojans are seven-point favorites. It seems a touch high to me, but, you know, Utah can't score and stuff. But even people that can't score can score on USC. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Straight up, who you got? Utah or USC? Oh, God. 
I got USC. I'm going to go USC in this. I do too. Only because Utah doesn't have a quarterback. If USC loses this game. Oh, boy. The Trojan tears are going to be incredible. What time is kicking off tomorrow? Five. Okay, so I'll probably miss that. You're going to already be drunk and passed out? Uh, No, I've got got tickets (laughs) with the wife to uh, Burt Kreischer tomorrow. Oh, Burt. So I'm going to go see Burt Burt. So hopefully I'll be laughing while checking my phone and crying. Okay. Uh, we do have a Big Daddy in the Big Ten tomorrow. Number seven, Penn State at number three, Ohio State. I'm not what going to the Big say? Ten. Yeah. There's a Big Daddy? There's a Big Daddy in the Big Ten. Uh, James Franklin just one and eight against Ohio State. The Buckeyes five-point favorites. That's a nine o'clock kick on Fox. Their that's, big nooner. That's not good. That's right. That's not good. Uh, does James Franklin get off the schneid? Yes. Or? No. I'm going to go Penn State. It shouldn't, but I'm going to. Uh, one of our defensive coordinators at Southern Oregon, when I was down there, was a guy by the name of Stacy Collins. He is now the special teams coordinator for Penn State. Mm. Go Nittany Lions. There you go. All right. Go Nittany Lions. I just mostly want to see Ohio State fail. Yeah. 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 Uh, I like, I like Coach Collins. He's great. Western Oregon guy, too. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so game five of the ALCS currently underway. Uh, last I saw, it, Astros leading the Rangers at one nothing. Damn right they are. That series is tied at two games each. Game six on Sunday, the Phillies lead the Diamondbacks two games to one. Game four tonight and game five tomorrow. Both series could be done by Monday. Will the World Series matchup be set when we reconvene on Monday? Yes or no? Yes. You said getting- both. Yes. Will we, will we have the, the full World Series matchup set? That would mean your Astros winning today and Sunday. No. No? No. no. Do we have either side uh, Guys, I've been trying to tell you this. A series doesn't start until the home team wins. Mm. You guys believe me yet? <laughs> you guys believe me yet? I think we're getting the rematch. I think we're getting the rematch. I think both teams are going to get hot. Yeah. I, I'm not going to rule the Rangers out. I'm not going to rule the Rangers you out. You can't anti-jinx this. But I do believe that Philly will be in by Monday. Philly's going to find their bats again, and they'll be there. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the team of destiny. But I'm going to say we get seven. We get the most exciting words in in sports. In sports. Game seven. Game seven. Uh, We've talked about this a little bit earlier. Michigan and Jim Harbaugh under investigation for violating rules regarding sign stealing. The uh, NCAA seems like they've got an axe to grind, and lots would say deservedly so. They'd like Uh, to drink their haterade and eat their hater tots. That's right, Jim. Uh, Wolverines head coach next season, Jim Harbaugh. Or the field. 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 <laughs> Hell, you could tell yeah, me Justin field Fields. Yates. You could tell me Justin Fields, and I'd probably go down that road. <laughs> yeah, right? No, I am going uh, I'm going field on that one. He gone. He gone. He is gone. And then I don't know what Michigan does, because remember, it's a slippery slope, man. When you lose and a they've, coach? Yeah. They've gone down this slippery slope before. I mean, look. Harbaugh has been incredible. Yep. He, he has been absolutely fantastic on every level. Remember, he's beaten Ohio State. He's gotten to the playoffs. Like, there's only one step above where he's been, and that's winning a title. And they went Rich Rod, Brady Oof. Hoke. Like, it's... they missed. I mean, they 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 took big swings and they whiffed. Look, I, I don't know how many more times that we need to say this, but like. Every blue blood program has gone through this where it's like a, you can't just have like Pre-saving. a monkey on the sidelines going Wah! and you're going to win games. You had M- M- Mike Shula at 
Alabama. You had Kyle Whittingham at, uh, or not Whitting, uh, Tyrone Willingham at Washington. Washington. Clay Helton at USC. Mm. Brady Hoke at um, Michigan. Michigan. You've had, like, Nebraska's still trying to figure it out. You know, like, it is really hard mm-hmm. to just sit there and be like, you know what, we can have, we could just throw anybody on yeah. out here and we can, we can roll them out. No, good head coaches... They matter, no mm-hmm. matter where you are. You hiring a good head coach is really damn important. Florida State, oh, yeah, took them a while to get it right too. What yeah, I mean these are programs that Miami. These are all programs. Well, they still haven't figured it out. Well, I know, but I'm saying it's really hard. It's really hard. You're still Florida. trying to figure, figure it out. Yeah, mm-hmm. Billy Napier's finally recruiting, but mm-hmm. they went and they hired a coach. And Will Muschamp, who mm-hmm. didn't believe recruiting was important. No. Just because you're at Florida doesn't mean you're going to win. They don't just stumble in. Yeah. Not, any- not anymore, It's hard. It's hard. And, I, like, I give a ton of credit to Ohio State. Ohio State is the one team that they keep getting it right, man. They keep getting it right. Ugh. That's it. That's all, all I got. got. All right. Another rousing edition of America's Greatest Game Show. Or. Or. Presented by Jeff Rust. Or. Oh, I thought you had another drop there. No, it was great. Okay, just one. It was great. All right, come on. We'll put a bow on this Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Danny and Dusty, Danny and Finn. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. All right, getting out of here on Football Friday. We're talking baseball real quick. Uh, baseball ratings just as high as last year. And oh. they did it without a team from Chicago, the New York, or the L.A. media markets. Oh, my oh God. My People gosh. care even if they aren't from big cities. Stephen A. Smith is currently in shambles. So, this is League Championship Series? League Championship Series. The exact same ratings this year as last year. It's almost as if the people that watch baseball... Watch baseball. Just watch baseball. Almost like the same people who watch basketball yeah. watch basketball, and the same people who watch football watch football. Yeah. They're going to well, watch Football may be different, because you can bring in the fringes on, on the football if it's just a big media market. You know, like sure, I mean, but I'm saying, but yeah. if you put even a crappy game on TV, people, you will watch. Yeah, people were watching Jacksonville in London the last two weeks. Absolutely, because football on TV, I watch football. That, that's the point. It's if yeah. you're a very fan of a sport, and this is why, hopefully, the people that run these leagues over the next couple of years of these TV deals, when they, they get rid of blackouts and they stop trying to market the same stupid teams to us over and over and over again, yeah. because it turns out teams outside of L.A., Chicago, New York are actually good and people do care about and them. There's a lot of people watching, and, and quite honestly, the Diamondbacks, are they're not a ratings poll at all. God, and not at all. This is where it would drop, though. In the World Series, it, 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 it would drop if you had like a Texas... Arizona, Arizona. Matchup. sure. Uh, that that would not be, but people, is that a ratings bonanza? No, do are they not still like tuning the in? Astros. They hate the Astros, mm-hmm. but hate watching is actually a thing. Yes, and people will watch to watch them lose. Yes, because whoever they play, they're the opponent is they're rooting for the opponent. Yeah, but in in a rematch, if it's Phillies, Phillies Astros is going to be great. Let's go. Yeah, that was a it was, it was a good series. series last year. In even though the Phillies got no hit, mm-hmm. uh, people don't people don't forget mm. 
They got no hit. Um, in the World Series, Oof. that's a tough. It's a combined no hitter too. Yeah. Like a combined Mul- no hitter. Multiple guys greasing you up. That's tough. Yeah, that's gnarly. But you get a rematch. If it's a rematch of those two, uh, then I think ratings will be just fine. Philly is so fun to watch. They and are. Citizens Bank Ballpark is awesome. It really is. It is such a cool venue. Um, and when that place is on tilt and looking like it's going to explode, it, nothing is better in baseball. You saw the, the, what they tried to do in Arizona, right? Philly fans were buying the tickets yeah. in Arizona. Yeah, I was talking about that yesterday. They bought up tickets, so and they left them empty. Yeah. Not so they could go. No. Just so other people wouldn't. Because in that, so Philly to just steal the joy. Thief, mm-hmm. thief of joy I is love that the kind of pettiness. I love the petty Olympics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is something you would do. Oh, God, yes. If I had all kinds of money, yeah. You'd just buy tickets and be like, mm, donate, no. them, donate them to somebody? No. Leave no. them empty. Mm-mm. Yeah. Just not going to go. Just a whole section empty. <laughs> so brutal. Well, that's what Charlie Sheen did. Charlie Sheen bought an entire section of tickets. I can't remember who it was for, but he wanted to get a home run ball. Oh. Yeah. Do the math. So he, instead of being like, you know, the, there was it a Hample? Zach Hample, he the just home got run somebody guy. else's first home run That's ball. Such a d bag, but um, he instead of going all Hample and doing like the math on it all, he was just like, mm, no. "I'll buy the whole section, then I don't have to worry about it." Buying it all, and I'm just gonna wait for one to fall to me. What if you had like Bezos money and you just want to be a giant d bag and you bought all the tickets behind home plate? Ooh, just empty it. Like I, if I had Bezos money, I'd be doing that kind of stuff, but I'd be giving them to like kids and real fans and stuff. I do like the Billy Joel thing. You know, Billy Joel concerts, what he'll do is he'll uh, go and uh, have somebody go up into the cheap seats and bring them down to the front mm. row. Yeah, I think Springsteen does that too. Yeah. Uh, but you bring them down to the front because those are the real fans, right? Yeah. The, three, the nosebleeds are the real fans. Bring the real fans down mm-hmm. into the front row. I, that's what I do. Yeah, the Blazers do that at, at, at every home game too. Yeah, but I'd do the whole damn thing. Oh yeah, it's cool. It's a cool thing. Yeah, do a whole awesome. section now and be rad. Yeah. All right, that'll do it for us uh, for this week. We'll be back Monday from noon to three. Up next, you got four hours of power from their mouths to your ears. It's primetime with Isaac and Suk. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you Monday right here on The Fan. Bye. Eggs, breakfast, and go whoop ass. I'm a big boy.